T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. on a Monday night. KMOX is at your service for the next three hours. Going up to 11 o'clock, you'd normally get Cardinals baseball right about now, but the Cards have a night off. So here we are, together, on, what would you call this? Mask Day? Remask Day? Happy Remask Day. I don't think Hallmark made a card for that, did they? I'm going to be checking my uh, local pharmacy to see if there's a a card for remasking day here in the St. Louis area. Now, let's get one thing straight. Nobody, nobody is happy about wearing a mask. Nobody is. Nobody wants to. But if we use that as our base assumption to the conversation that we're going to start having here, we assume that nobody wants to be wearing a mask. There are three kinds of people. There are the people who are just going to quietly grit their teeth and put their mask back on because that's what they're supposed to do and that's the right thing to do and they'll they'll hate it but they'll grumble on through it and won't say much. Group number two, these are the people that refuse to wear masks the first time around. They're not going to wear them this time around. They're mad about the whole thing, whether it's because their privacy is being impinged on or because Q told them to get mad or whatever else. So you got them. And now you've got a third group. I confess to being part of the third group. The third group are the people who are mad as hell because they did everything they were supposed to do through this entire pandemic. They wore masks without complaint when asked. They kept their distance. They stayed at home. They did all those things to help keep themselves and their neighbors and their families and their friends safe did everything they could. They did it all right. Then the vaccination came along and they got vaccinated and they got their kids vaccinated. They did everything to protect their fellow man and their fellow woman. And then we got to the point that we could take our masks off because we were, everybody was vaccinated and it was great until today. And now we're putting masks back on and we're mad as hell about that. 
and we're putting them back on because of a bunch of idiots who won't get a vaccination. Did I say idiots? Yes, I did. 314-436-7900 convinced me I'm wrong. Idiots. That said, and now that I have that off of my chest, I'm joined by another member of Group 3, the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, Aisha Salton, is joining us here on KMOX. Aisha, thanks for being with us. Hi, thank you. It's pronounced Aisha, two syllables, Aisha. I am so sorry. I've been mispronouncing no, your name okay. for years. I correct people early on because otherwise then, you know, then the whole conversation, I'll hear my name wrong. Okay. But yes, I'm happy to join you in group three. Actually, I'm not happy. I'm, I'm upset that I have to join you in group three because um, not only do I feel like we did everything right, but, you know, my husband's a healthcare worker and uh, he works in administration at a hospital and was critically sick with COVID. So despite doing everything correct, um, it impacted our lives dramatically. And um, I would think put your family put your family at some risk as well. Oh, yeah. I got COVID because, um, you know, we were quarantined at home together. Um, thankfully, our kids didn't. But here's – so while I – and I said this on Twitter, and you agreed with me, is I understand why we have to do this to try to contain the spread of the Delta variant because St. Louis City and St. Louis County still do not have um, – a level of herd immunity. I mean, our vaccination rates are still too low to protect vulnerable people in our community. So I understand that. But, you know, here's when I'm going to be extremely angry is when my kids who are high schoolers who are vaccinated, who missed an entire year and a half of school, um, are going to have to go back to school wearing masks in about, you know, three and a half, four weeks. And that's what's really going to anger me because we can't pretend like there's not a cost associated, like a psychological, emotional, uh, academic cost associated with kids having to wear masks in school. I am very pro like public health and public safety, but I'm also not, I think it's disingenuous to say, oh, it's no big deal. It is a big deal. And the reason why we're having to do it is because exactly what you said, we have too many people who are either being deliberately obtuse or are completely misguided or, um, I don't, I don't even, I've run out of words, just callous, selfish. I don't know. I don't know what it is that refuse to get vaccinated, even though they can, they're healthy enough to have access to it. And I will, I will temper my remarks slightly because I know there are some people out there that have medical reasons that they can't get the vaccine. And there may be some, some folks with religious beliefs, but beyond that, I think what I I have the hardest time understanding is just this invention of science in some people's minds who they just – I had a conversation with someone at one point who was telling me all these so-called facts about the vaccine and what its long-term effects were going to be and the dangers of it and – the first, by, there was they were talking about things like autism, for example, which that has been debunked and debunked and debunked over and over again about other vaccines out in the world. They do not cause autism. It's call your doctor if you if you want to have that conversation. But there are people who are just taking every argument against every vaccine that has been produced in this country, going back to polio, and trying to apply it to this, and. It's well, just it's no, it, it's it's nonsensical to me. No, I mean we, I mean as you're well aware, we have a pandemic of misinformation 
in this country. We have a pandemic of dangerous misinformation that's like literally going to kill people and has killed people, led to the death of people, you know. And um, one thing that I think we have to be careful about, or at least I will try to be careful about, is I don't want to get in this mindset where I feel like I couldn't one day, um, you know, fall to some kind of brainwashing or some kind of like, um, like I, I think anybody can be susceptible under the right circumstances to falling prey to this kind of misinformation. Like I'll give you an example. If you happen to know someone personally who's close to you, who has been like somehow injured by a vaccine or believes they're injured by a vaccine, then all of a sudden you're going to be more sensitive and you might search for things online. And then all of a sudden you get targeted by things that are giving you bad information, wrong information or selective information. And then you join these groups on Facebook or on other social media. And all of a sudden your whole information ecosystem is reinforcing you and it's working on your emotions by making you scared by preying on your anxieties, by giving you explanations about how to control things that feel controllable. This is like a whole complicated psychological thing that happens when people fall into these, you know, rabbit holes on the internet. And um, that's what I, I mean, I, I know I sound very angry about people who are not vaccinated, but I actually do for the ones who are just truly trapped in an ecosystem where everybody around them believes the same thing and they don't have anybody to tell them any better. Like I do feel bad for them. I mean, they're making our lives miserable. They're, our kids have had to sacrifice so much, but how, I don't, I don't even know if there's a way to reach them. Do you? I've, I don't know. I think having, continuing to have conversations and having blunt conversations is probably a way to start. And, you know, I, I, I look at it the same way. I've got a kid in middle school. I've got a kid in high school. They're going to go back wearing masks now. At some point, I, I still go back to, and I, and, I should also say I should assume at this point the schools are going to be having to continue some social distancing practices and things like that that we were hoping to not have to worry about. My kids are both vaccinated also, and I can't help but going back to my 12-year-old daughter looking at me last year in the middle of all this. They were back in school but with all the accoutrement that went with it, and uh, she said, you know, they're trying to take away everything that's fun about school. And yeah, exactly. And this is a kid oh, who I loved had, school. My kid said the exact same thing. My kid said the exact same thing, George. Well, are you able to hang out with, with us through the break and come back for one more segment? Sure. Yeah, okay, absolutely. fantastic. So here's what we're going to do, folks. 8.15 on the clock. Aisha Sultan, Sultan is our guest. I did it with two syllables this time. She's going to join Very us good. a little bit more as we, as we move along. Uh, John in St. Louis who is not happy with my idiot's comment, hold on. We'll get to you after the break as well. It's 8.15 on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. in the evening. It is remasking day in St. Louis City and County. I'm George Sells. Cardinals would normally be on about this time, but they are off this evening. So we are KMOX at your service. We are talking about putting the masks back on. My contention is there are three groups of people. The people that will quietly just go ahead and do it. The people who have been mad about it all along, and Group 3, of which I declare myself proudly a member, the group of people who are mad because we got we wore the masks without complaint, we got vaccinated, we kept our distance, we did everything we were supposed to do, and now we're turning around, we're putting our kids back in school, probably wearing masks again, uh, among other things. Uh, we've got Aisha Sultan from the St. Louis Post-Dispatch with us. Thank you for staying staying on the line with us, ma'am. How are, how are you doing so far? Are you holding up? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, before, real quickly, I've got a moment here. John has been holding on the line. So, John, I just want to go ahead and take your call real fast, just, uh, real quick with your question, please. Well, I really don't have a question, you know. I, I got a real big – I got a problem with this. I got a statement to make. You know, you – you had two professional golfers who tested positive. You know, Rom tested positive about a month ago and was pulled from a tournament. He was winning. You know, then he gets cleared to win a tournament a couple weeks later, and they have both been vaccinated. And, you know, don't forget about the, the Yankees who've been a revolving door of positive tests, all vaccinated. So which is it? Either the vaccines don't work or the tests, tests are faulty. And if the tests are faulty, guess the number of the cases can't be trusted either. I mean, I'm just using logic. Well, fair, fair point. And they have said all along that there are going to be those breakthrough cases, and there haven't been good numbers on that. And, and John, you're right about that. There have not been good numbers about that. And uh, so let, let me take it over to Asia. Do you does that concern you? The fact that we kind of we are seeing more and more of these breakthrough cases, and we're hearing about you hear a lot. I think in sports because people are so. Uh, you know, they, they're high profile and they're kind of put together for a long time. Does that worry you at right. all that maybe it's not the vaccine's not working as well as we'd hoped? No, what worries what worries me is that 98 to 90 percent of the people who are in the hospital are the ones who are not vaccinated. So you might get a breakthrough infection. You might still 
get COVID or test positive, although that's very unlikely, but if it happens, you're not going to get sick enough to end up in ICU or dead. Right. And so these athletes who have gotten it, they can still go out and compete and, you know, later they're healthy enough to, but if they hadn't been vaccinated, um, maybe they would be in far worse shape. And I say that as someone whose husband was like healthy and had no pre-existing conditions and was in the hospital for a week after he got COVID, after being sick at home for two weeks and then was on oxygen after he got home for five months. So I don't think this is a virus to be trifled with. And I've seen myself and the numbers of people who have died are likely underestimates. Because in the beginning, we didn't have very good testing or tracking, and people were having respiratory failure or heart failure, and we didn't know it was because of COVID. So the numbers are actually probably much higher, the number of people who've died from it. And now this particular variant, the Delta variant, it had... And I think we just had a little uh, hitch in the... Uh connection there. So we'll we'll get back with Aisha Sultan in just a moment. We're gonna to try to get that line cleared up. And uh while we're while we're working on that, Dave from over in Illinois is on the line. Dave, welcome to KMOX. Yeah, you doing? Yeah. Um on that line that you're talking about with the how many people got it, um I know there's a lot of I think the uh, numbers are very inaccurate because uh, well, for one this personal experience with my um, relatives, <clears throat> these kids, they were uh, four of them. They got together and they went in to, you know, have the test done. And you sign up, you fill out all the forms and blah, blah, blah. And, and they kept going and waiting and waiting and waiting. And they couldn't keep waiting because they had to get to work and stuff. So they left. And about a week later, they get a letter saying that they tested positive. Yeah, that's definitely that's not what you want to hear. And uh, Dave, we thank you for your call. Uh, definitely something that has been a, an ongoing issue uh, has been, you know, the count the count is never going to be perfect. I mean, the, the first thing you have to know is that there were a lot of people who were getting this before we even knew this was here, and that that happened. That's real. There were people who died. Uh, you know, I have personally, I have a friend whose sister in. January of 2020, uh, stayed home with the flu one day in New York City, and three days later they found her dead. And she was healthy, relatively young, not a, not a, a reason in the world that uh, a case of flu symptoms should have killed her. We, she was buried before they could test her for COVID because they weren't testing for COVID then. So you're going to have those issues with numbers as we go along. Uh, Aisha's back with me. And the next thing I want to talk about with you is the other thing that is driving me nuts right now is the political hot potato that yet again is emerging out of all this. You know, we're supposed to be talking about public health. And now I'm watching a, a Twitter slap fight between a county councilman and the mayor of St. Louis and various other uh, political oper- operatives jumping in. And all sorts of allegations about declaring an emergency as a cover to spend money. And it's like somebody's wearing a tinfoil hat out there, don't you think? It is so discouraging to know that regardless of the extreme crisis that's like, you know, knocking on our door, like on our doorstep, the dysfunction of politics in our region continues. And that, I mean, I know exactly what you're talking about, these political posturing and all of this that's been happening um, 
I, I find it to be really, really discouraging. And actually for people, I think the everyday person gets really turned off to want to even be involved or to know about. So many people tell me, oh, I don't even like to read the news. It's so depressing or it's just so it's just makes me upset, you know, and it's because of things like this. Um, you know, but one thing I want to say, George, and I mean, you, you and I have kids kind of around the same age. Mine are a little bit older. I have a high schooler, and one who just graduated. I do want parents to recognize that, you know, while I agree that while we don't have the Delta variant under control, they, they will probably have to wear masks in school. That kids learn by seeing other people's expressions on their faces, like especially younger kids and adolescents. That's how they practice, like becoming functioning members of society, you know, by and then what about kids who are into performance and in, in drama and theater and band? Uh, what about kids who are sh- exactly? I mean, I have kids like that too. What about kids who are shy or kids who are on the spectrum and have trouble re- reading social cues? What about kids who have trouble hearing and need to be able to see people's faces and their teachers' faces? I mean, I don't think it's as easy as saying, "Oh, everybody, just put your mask back on and keep them on for as long as possible." That is not an ideal situation. So really, the emphasis has to be on getting, you know, and I think part of it's going to have to be as soon as we get FDA clearance and full approval of this vaccine, then places are going to employers are going to have to mandate it, you know, or and that's going to be a big thing. Government departments will have to mandate it. Schools will have to require it. Um, that's the only way we're going to get out of this thing. There's yep. no other way out. And that is going to be a big thing. And in fact, we're going to have a guest uh, just to tease ahead for a a little bit down the road here, a few more minutes, uh, we're going to have an attorney on to talk about that very thing, uh, the legality of it. And so if you have questions about that, folks, stay tuned. We'll, we'll have that coming up later on. But I I agree with you 100 percent that something's going to have to give on this front. The, the masking, it's not the mask so much. It is the fallout of the masks and all the things that you just spoke of and you know, it's it's getting to be almost a, a post-traumatic stress sort of thing, I think, for people. I, I, I see people reacting that way to masks. I, I see people every once in a while having like a kind of a strange, glitchy reaction when they say, see a Zoom come up on a monitor. And I'm not joking yeah. about that. It, it sounds like I'm cracking a joke, but uh, it really is something that all of these things that we have been going through that we all want to get rid of and... I think what is pretty clear is what's going to get us past this is the vaccine. And I think when you go full circle with this whole thing, and and this is what I really want people to, to hear, is I don't care what you've done up to now, what your politics are, which really shouldn't have any bearing on this, but it seems it does. Uh, We're all on the same page because if you took a poll and said, you know, please raise your hand if you want this to go away and let us get back on with our normal lives. There's not a person who wouldn't raise their hand. Right. And I think that... And if there's anybody out there who doesn't trust, like, what they're hearing, you know, us say or, you know, what they're hearing in the other media, just please ask your doctor who you do trust, who you've known for years, who might have taken care of somebody in your family. Um, Just ask a doctor. Ask them, would you get this? Have you gotten it? Would you get it for your family members? And um, that's sort of been my message to people who I know who've been a little scared is ask your doctor who you do trust and see what they say. And it's a great message. And again, I think that the I think we all need to get to that space of 
remembering that we're in this together. I think that yeah. the the worst thing that came out of all this, the timing of it, how it became so politicized when it shouldn't have. And, you know, th- this is something I think we're going to look back on shaking our heads, obviously. But I, I think it's also something I've, I've told my kids this. They, at the ages of 12 and 15, have learned quite a bit about themselves as far as what they can handle, what they can do. And that's a lesson that people usually don't learn until they're adults. Uh, okay. It's, it's rare, very rarely a pleasant lesson to learn, but it, it's usually one that, that comes with being a grown-up. And we now have a generation of kids who have had to learn that much earlier. And, I mean, yeah. I'm, proud of, I'm proud of my kids. I'm proud of the kids I know and how they've gotten through this and how they've battled and how they've stepped up to the plate at every moment and not even just older kids. I mean, I've, I was in a, I was in a preschool class uh, before school was out uh, over at the uh, Kirkwood early childhood center and little three and four year old kids. And boy, they were the best darn mask wearers and social distancers you ever saw in your life. And they, too, even those little tiny kids were finding out a little bit about what they can handle and what they can do. And this should be a, a moment of, of convergence, I would think, a moment of teamwork. And yeah, I just want them to have their childhoods back. I want them to or have their adolescence back. And the only way that we can give that back to them is if we get convinced more people to get vaccinated. And I think that pretty much sums it all up. So with that, I'm going to thank you very much for joining us. You can read Asha Sultan in the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. Always a good read and even just as good a follow on Twitter, I would add. So look her up there as well. And it's 832. We'll be back in a few moments. I'm George Sells. You're listening to KMOX. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Eight thirty-eight on Camo X. We're at your service on a Monday night. Hey, Tom, who was on hold a minute ago, call us back because I'll, I'll get to you right now. Uh, we are talking, of course, about remasking day here in St. Louis, and uh, a lot of moving parts to this. And I think that that's been what one thing that has been interesting today. There's the basic thing of having to to go backwards. That's been tough, and uh, if you. If that's bothering you, if you're okay with it, however you feel about it, I want to hear from you. Uh, 314-436-7900 is the phone number. Uh, 314-436-7900. We're traveling backwards is what we're doing. And my view, and I think a lot of people's view, is the reason we are traveling backwards is because of a stubborn segment of the population that for whatever reason refuses to get a vaccination. You know, we were all excited. Think about this. Back in around December and January, we were all so excited because we got this vaccination done so quickly. And this is going to save us and it's going to get us out of this. And everybody was just 
jazzed up about it because, I mean, what a feat. You know, we did something. And think about this. You talk about modern science and the miracles of modern science. Prior to COVID, the, the, about the fastest that they had ever come up with a badly needed vaccine went way back to the polio vaccine. And it took years. We did this in a matter of months, and it was something to be proud of, and everybody was excited and big celebration, and the vaccine is here, and we're all safe. And somewhere in the middle of that, somebody got their wires crossed and decided, well, I need something else to complain about, so I guess it's going to be that. And the fact that it was politicized horribly is something that I think this country will be taking years to recover from. I mean, people are dead because of this. Anybody out there who knows deep down that they were full of it when they started jumping on the political train about the vaccine just because that's what their buddies were saying and they thought it was cool, you have blood on your hands. Don't think that you don't. And I want you to think about that. If you're one of those people out there who did that, I want you to think about that long and hard because that is something that this country is going to be recovering from for years. And and it's a real shame that the politics got into it because, again, this could have been a much – I'm I'm not going to say easier but less painful experience across the board had we all been on the same page – had there been some leadership when we started? I mean, I think back to 9-11. Most people out here, most of you out there listening, you, you were an adult during 9-11, so you remember what it was like. And while it didn't last, there was at least that nice, shiny moment of a period of, you know, a couple of months where we were all on the same page. We were all on the same team. Everybody, Democrats, Republicans, Libertarians, Socialists, Communists, Vegans and Vegetarians, everybody was on the same page. Everybody was working together to the end of we're going to take our freedom back, take our country back, and we're not going to let this happen to us again. And you know what? It was a nice feeling. I want you to think back to that because that's what we should have had when we – came through that came through this that's what we should have had when covid-19 struck our country and attacked us and we should have been able to fight it off together and for whatever reason we haven't been able to do it and now again because of selfish or just rock-headed people out there who won't get the vaccination it's remasking day in st louis Day 43, I'm George Sells. You're listening to KMOX at your service. Eight forty-eight in the evening. I'm George Sells. KMOX at your service on a Monday night. We're here with you until 11 o'clock tonight. And if you've been listening to the radio, reading the news not been under a rock, you've heard something about the real estate market and how it has just been blowing up over the last six months to a year. Of course, one of the many unusual and unpredicted 
outflows of the whole COVID-19 lockdown, but uh, this has been something that has been very real across our community, uh, seeing the value of your home go up like 15% in a year uh, is not unheard of. This, this has been happening. So if you're ready to sell that house, it's great news for you. But I know a lot of people, myself included, who aren't moving. And if you're not moving, uh, what it can also mean is a little bump in your taxes that you may not want to see. But that's... Uh, how the value thing works. To help us sort through a little bit of this, we have St. Louis County Assessor Jake Zimmerman on the line. Jake, welcome to KMOX. Hi, George. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, and uh, it's you know it's one of those things. I I know that you basically you determine the value of the home. You don't decide the tax rate. Let's let's get that out there right away so we don't all start calling Jake the tax man and come after him. <laughs> but. Uh, but I've been called worse than that, you know, when you you run for public office, you get called a lot of names, but boy, you're exactly right. You know, my job, the job you pay me to do is one thing and one thing only, and that's try to estimate what your stuff is worth, what your house would actually sell for if you had sold it in January. And uh, yeah, you know, it's been a it's been a super strong real estate market, like you said, and a whole lot of people are getting more money for their house today than they would have gotten two years ago. But what about the the family that maybe you know lives in been in the same house for thirty or forty years? It might be an elderly couple, uh, and they're seeing they're not looking to move and and really don't have the means to, and they're seeing these tax rates go to places that are just about to force them out of their home. And again, I know you don't set the tax rate, but uh, as as the person setting the assessments, uh, you've got to know that there are some pretty scary ramifications for some folks. So let's remember that just because the value of your home may have gone up, that doesn't necessarily mean anything for the taxes. If everybody's house in a community goes up about 10%, well, the taxes don't go up 10% because of the Hancock Amendment. The taxes will stay about the same. But look, I don't want to minimize because what you're talking about is exactly right. Because of the bad way that property taxes are structured in Missouri, the people who get hurt the most, and I hear this every day and it breaks my heart, is senior citizens on fixed incomes. When the school district raises property taxes, when the fire district raises property taxes, you get a situation where that person on a fixed income says, you know, my salary doesn't go up. It, my Social Security is not going up this year. My pension's not going up this year. But by God, those property tax rates sure keep going up. And, George, you know, we can talk about the real estate market all day long, but the bottom line is that in a civilized society, a senior citizen who has worked hard, played by the rules all their life, should not be taxed out of their home. And yet, because the Missouri legislature refuses to bring back something called the homestead credit and strengthen something else called the circuit breaker and refuses to implement a real and fair tax freeze for those who need it, that's exactly the situation we have. So you're right. You know, the job you pay me to do is to tell you what your house is worth. And I do that as fairly and as honestly as I can. Uh, but Missouri's property tax system is a mess, and the people who get hit the hardest uh, are often the victims of that unfair system. As a guy who has to be essentially a professional market watcher, uh, 
there's always the concern when, when a market heats up like this quickly uh, that you go into to bubble mode, so to speak. And, of course, we all remember what happens when the bubble bursts from back yep. in 2007, 2008. Uh, it didn't hit here as hard as it did a lot of places, but it hit here, too. Uh, do you do you grow concerned that something else is at play here that could cause another bubble burst? You know, uh, I first became assessor on the tail end of the foreclosure crisis, and yeah, we saw exactly what happens. You saw home values dropping twenty, thirty, forty percent, especially in the hardest hit parts of North County. And that's devastating for communities. It's devastating for the schools. It's devastating for public services. But forget about the tax dollars. You know, one foreclosure is a tragedy for uh, the person living in that house. Uh, But five foreclosures is a tragedy for the neighborhood. It changes the whole character of the community. So I hope to God that we never see that again in my lifetime. Um, Now, I don't have a crystal ball. Right. If I had a crystal ball, then uh, I suppose I should go make millions on uh, Wall Street predicting what's going to happen. All I can tell you is what has happened. And what has happened is St. Louis County has become a more attractive place to own a home than it used to be. And the homes that have been the most popular, the ones that any realtor will tell you are flying off the market, selling the next day with as-is offers – are the most affordable homes. A $100,000 house in North St. Louis County is going to sell faster, and it's going to sell at a higher percentage markup than a million-dollar house in Clayton is. And, you know, don't cry any sad, sad tears for the people in Clayton, right? They're doing just fine. But the bottom line is I see this in the numbers. And, yeah, this is weird. This is not like something we've seen previously. It's not a normal year when the typical home in Hazelwood is worth 15% more than it was worth a couple of years ago, and the typical home in Clayton is worth 5% more. That tells you everything you need to know about what an unusual housing market this really is. Okay, I got about 20 seconds. If I get that letter in the mail with the new assessment on my house and I don't agree with it, do I have a real shot of getting that changed? Well, the appeals process, the deadline has come and gone for this year, uh, but I will tell you that we bend over backwards to treat everybody fairly. That's the commitment I made when I ran for this office. Uh, Nobody in my office is affected by your taxes. It's not our job to make more money for the school district or the fire department or anybody else. Our only job is to make sure that your home is valued for exactly what you can sell it for. And that's a promise you can take to the bank. St. Louis County Assessor Jake Zimmerman, thanks for joining us on KMOX. It is 8.56. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.